What's going on everyone? It is Matt Reitzel and Kurt Reitzel. Quick housekeeping today, if you are on podcast or YouTube, check us out. We are the Reitzel Brothers. Make sure to go subscribe. We appreciate that for more great content. And also we run the Tri-City Real Estate Investor Club in Kitchener-Waterloo, Cambridge. And that's on Facebook and on meetups.com. So if you're interested in being with like-minded investor individuals, let us know and we'll be sure to get you into those groups, okay? So today on our video, we are talking about why you might wanna consider investing into multifamily real estate. We're gonna talk about some of the pros um, at a very sort of basic level as to what the benefits are of investing in multifamily real estate. So let's roll straight into it with number one. So the, the first one that I like to talk about is it's valued based on the operations, which you have more control over. So the value of multifamily real estate is calculated based on how much money that property is making minus what expenses that the building has and then you take it to a cap rate and then you get the value. So you actually have more control over the value of the building via what rents that you charge and how you manage your expenses. Um, and basically uh, that way you can actually control what the value of the property is more so than single family properties where a two bedroom condo is valued just simply based on what other two bedroom condos have been selling like recently at that time. Yeah. Any thoughts you want to add to that? Yeah, sorry. Um, I was just listening to you there. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think at the end of the day, you know, for investors that, you know, I don't think there's a right or wrong, right? So these are just a couple of reasons why, uh, you know, investors really, uh, you know, sometimes consider going into multifamily, getting in the bigger multifamily buildings in the Kitchener, Waterloo, Cambridge area. Um, and I think the big part, like you were saying, right, is values based off our operations. And as an investor that is active buying properties, that's nice, right? Because you can go in there and decrease expenses and you can go in there and you know increase rents every year and, and, and that has an effect on the value of the property, right? You know, every year we have that rental guideline that, you know, um, you know, the landlord tenant board and the government puts out for, you know, how much we can increase the rents every year. And I think that's really powerful because if you have 50 units in a building and you do the, you know, like it's 2.2% increase next year and you have 50 units in a building and you increase the rent by 2.2 on all 50 units and, and say they're all renting for 1500 a month or whatever the case is, you know, that adds a lot of value to the property, right? And I think Matt's, Matt's pulling out the calculator right now to kind of give an idea of it, but that, that adds up. Now, yeah, something to really consider is a lot of investors don't increase their rents every year on multifamily and then they end up in a bit of a pickle you know, when they go to sell because the value isn't there because they didn't increase those rents. And that, you know, that 1.8 to 2.2 increase every year, uh, it really starts to compound over time, especially if you have a lot of units and you have the economies of scale um, that you really have control over the value, increasing the rent, you know, say on, um, you know, on 50 units that are all 1500 and, and you increase to 2.2%, like, times 50 units, that's a lot. I, I think Matt's gonna pull the calculator here, that's 30 bucks per unit, right? Yeah, so yeah, at the 2.2%, um, if you increase uh, rent at 1,500, you just increase that rent $30. Times 50. So $30, uh, yes, times uh, 12 months, because that's per month, and then times 50, so that's 18,000 a year, yeah. the, that the income just increased, and then say you divide that by uh, like a 5% cap rate, um, 
that's $360,000 in added value. Now, obviously we didn't, you know, it's easier just to do it this way instead of taking up expenses, obviously with, yeah. you know, rents going up, there is going to be a cost of, you know, more expenses because, you know, hydro utilities, uh, taxes, insurance, that tends to naturally just gradually goes up, but it, it typically doesn't go up as much as rent goes up. So that's just a small example of, um, you know, passive ownership in a way because that doesn't really take much active going in there every day. That's just every year you give your notice and that's it. Whether you do it or your property manager does it, that's really important. I'm gonna jump into the second point if that's, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, financing is more is more so based on the building, not yourself. Uh, so every lender is different, but you know the number is around six units, give or take, where um, you know the value is more so based off of um, you know, the building than you, you know, like on a duplex, on a triplex, they definitely take the rents into consideration, but they're really looking at uh, how much, you know, how much income do you make? How much debt do you have? And then they work their ratios that way. When you're looking at a 50 unit building, um, you know, they're definitely gonna look at your income. They're more so looking at your net worth in comparison to the mortgage, uh, but also too, um, you know, they're just looking at the building and not saying just, they're looking at the building at a higher percentage than versus you. Right, they're looking at the location, they're looking at yeah. how much occupancy it has, how attractive that building actually is, because as you said, they're, they know that it's not you that's gonna be making the monthly payments. Yeah. It's, it's all the rent coming in that's gonna be making those monthly payments, so how healthy is that building? Then, uh, you know, then they also turn and look at you and say, you know, have you managed something like this before? Yeah. Or are you using professional property management? Because that all factors in as well. Um, but yeah, definitely it's, it's, it's way more leaning on the side of how is this building doing? Is it going to be able to service itself? Because that's, that's just what it does. It, it will be able to, especially if you run it properly. Right. And that was one of the things that Mike said, you know, on his apartment buildings when we interviewed him, uh, just at our past meetup there, that he mentioned that, you know, I can continue to refinance this moving forward and it's not really gonna be based off of me because they're going out, they're looking at the building. Now the building's worth five, you know, he owes three on it. They're willing to go 80% of that, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And then they pull out money because the, because the building's servicing that debt. You're not servicing that debt. Even though, you know, on 10 townhomes, you know, like you're not like you're not servicing the debt. All those, all those tenants are. It's just the lenders look at it way differently. So either way, we can go on a more detailed explanation. That but financing is more so based on the building, not yourself, which is nice because as you start to get wealthier and wealthier and wealthier, a lot of your income uh, is through businesses, and a lot of it is um, the numbers sometimes don't pan out to where you make a bunch of money at the end of the year, but you are making a bunch of money because you own a business. It's just the numbers start to look differently. Uh, so that's why multifamily can make a lot more sense because on paper, you might not be making a bunch of money, but in the business you are, this is a whole other conversation. So the third one is, and it can be easier to raise private capital uh, in the majority of situations. And what I mean by that is if you, if you have a, say a $10 million building under contract, the lender is willing to lend $8 million of that. So now you need to figure out $2 million in equity, whether that's partly coming from you, all of it's coming from you or some of it, right? Um, a lot of, you can approach other investors in a lot of situations and say, Hey, I have this $10 million building, the, you know, I have, I have a regular lender willing to give up to 80% of that. I need to figure out 2 million. Do you want to go in on it? Show the numbers on a big building to a bunch of private investors 
And a lot of the times it's going to be easier to raise that money. Um, I'm not saying it's going to be, uh, you know, it's, it's better than single family by any means, but I think a lot of investors can understand, uh, you know, the spread on owning bigger multifamily and that it can be easier to raise private capital. Right. Yeah. And I think one of the reasons for that is because with the multifamily you're getting the debt pay down and if you're adding value, you get the potential appreciation, but then you're also getting paid to wait with the cash flow, which yeah. is an aspect that you don't necessarily usually get with say like a single family investment where you might cash flow like $50 a month or maybe less, maybe it just carries itself. Um, or maybe more depending on the situation, but with multifamily, typically there's more cash flow. So there you can get into something and be cash flowing immediately also while your debt's getting paid off and you're increasing that value. Yeah, you said it perfectly. And I think too, just to kind of wrap up, a lot of the times there's more of a spread. So like you were saying, they could see the, you know, the potential value add and a lot of the times it's forced value add. So you're not just saying you're buying a bunch of single family homes and they're gonna sell for a hundred grand more. Well, what's, like, how is that going to happen? You know, on a $10 million apartment deal, you can say, well, if I increase rents by, you know, the 2.2 or across 70 units, da da da, it's going to go up, you know, 1.5. And a lot of investors can really understand that part mm -hmm. because you're forcing it. You're not allowing the market um, or kind of going by the market and just praying for it to happen. So anyways, those are three reasons why you should consider owning multifamily real estate in the Kitchener, Waterloo, Cambridge area. And, and at the end of the day, multifamily in general. Hope you found some value out of this. Remember, subscribe to the podcast, YouTube channel, and join our Tri-City Real Estate Investor Club. See you soon.